more good evening good evening i was about to say good morning good evening good evening everybody this is pastor jay with another episode of anointed radio and we're going to come out in decency and order with a scripture and a prayer and the scripture we're coming out of is micah 7 and 8 and it says do not gloat over me my enemy though i have fallen i will rise though i sit in darkness the lord will be my light you might be going through some dark times right now you might be having some issues right now but god is going to be your light to get you out of all the darkness. God is going to give you the strength to be able to walk out that situation. God is going to give you that peace so that you can be able to fight back. And the enemy has not won. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for this day, God. Thank you for bringing us halfway through this week. God, let us be able to hear from you. Let us be able to continue to see you and seek your face, God. God, touch anybody that is listening under the sound of my voice from the podcast or online or on radio, God. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. Continue to come back to us with your wisdom. Continue to come back with your love. God, we just love you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. God, expand our territory. God, be able to touch the unreachable. God, touch touch the unteachable God so that something today can be said so they can say, what can I do to be saved? God, be the center of this station, God, and our center of our focus. And God, we love you and we glorify you. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, 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 David. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Um, I want you to know you can go get all of my new songs. I'm gonna say it's new because it's new, it's new to you, but it's gonna be new for your soul. Hey man, let's go ahead and go download it. Go get my single Jesus You Make Me Happy, um, award-winning song. Jesus, you make me happy, and go get Renew my praise. Right now we're sitting at 137,000 streams, y'all. To God be the glory. Make sure you go get Renew My Praise as a worship experience, especially because it was created in the midst of the pandemic. So definitely go get that. Um, another thing I want you to do is make sure you go follow my homeboy, Chris Johnson at Sing Chris J. Make sure you follow him on all digital platforms at Sing Chris J. Go to his website, singchrisj.com. Get his apparel. Um, go get his song, Chasing After You, on all digital platforms. And I can't forget everybody's favorite auntie, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, the love child, Dr. Love Child. You know, uh, she, she was part Marvin, part Etta James. Put together, you, you got the lovely Dr. Marvinetta Clay. And she has her uh, Lord Knows Company coming out with her apparel. We're all grinding in the midst of the pandemic. Amen. Everybody has to find something to be able to make amends during this time, especially with no travel and no hosting and a lot of other things. But to God be the glory for the doors and opportunities that's been open. So make sure you go check her out at drmarvinettaclay.com. And today we have Miss Audrey Black, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Audrey Black. How you doing out there? <laughs> so um, one thing is we're definitely great to have you on the show. And um, I, got, I guess I could ask you this. One thing I want to ask you is if you can describe your day today with one word, what would you describe it? With one word or describe it? Describe it with one word. Beautiful. I had a beautiful mm. day. Amen. See, it was beautiful. I want to leave y'all with that. And um, we're going to go ahead and go into the mix, get you some gospel playing in your in your speakers so that you can have everything that you need while we getting ready for the interview, y'all. And I'm going to go old school today, y'all. So yes. with that being said, we're going to do... Center of my joy, Richard Smallwood, and we'll see you back at 7.30. Stay tuned, share the live, follow Anointed Radio at all digital platforms, and stay tuned as you jam out to the music, and we'll be back at 7.30. See you guys in a minute. 
You're the compass for my way You're the firelight When nights are long and cold In sadness You are the laughter That shatters all my feet When I'm all alone Your hand is there to hold Can I get a witness out there? And I there for you. 
wasn't I always true? Didn't you know that I'd be with you all the way? Listen, didn't I know your fears? Didn't I share your pains? Didn't I wipe your tears wasn't I sheltered from your rain? Wasn't I there for you? Wasn't I always true? Didn't you know that I'd be with you all the way? Didn't I share your pain? Didn't I wipe away the tears? Wasn't I sheltered from your pain? Wasn't I there for you? Wasn't I always true? Didn't you know that I'd be with you, my child? Didn't you know that I'd be with you, my child? Didn't you know that I'd be with you, my child? Didn't you know that I'd be with you, my child? Oh yes, didn't you know that I'd be with you
from the crown of my head to my toes.
trials. He brought me through tribulations. Never let a day go by and I realized had not been for the Lord who was on my side. That was against the wall. Look out for me. He heard my cry and rescued me. Never let a day go by and I realized we are blessed. Don't take it for granted that we legendary Clark sisters, blessed and highly favored. And we are back and going into our interview. And with that being said, I would like to introduce and reintroduce to others, Miss Audrey 
black everybody. Hey everybody, so glad to be here. Woo! I don't get some more. Need some more. Amen. So, um, one thing I wanted to first do is a Pastor J icebreaker question. Okay. All right, Pastor J icebreaker question is this: If you can pick a vacation that money was not an issue, but it's your dream vacation, where would you go and what would you do? The Bahamas, I guess it would be the Bahamas. And lay out in the sun and enjoy his wonderful creation all day long. Nothing about work and nothing else. <laughs> okay. That would be the place. So going into a little bit about you, where where is your hometown and where were you where do you reside now? I'm a Cali girl, always have been. So I, I I'm still in California. Um I've been other places and I, I just love California. I think it's the weather. Um, but I grew up in California. So I'm actually um, am in Fontana right now, which is kind of okay. um, close to Rancho Cucamonga. People are more mm -hmm. familiar with Rancho Cucamonga, but that's where I reside right now. Okay. So um, we're doing a poll here at Anointed Radio to see what was everybody's early beginnings before they broke into their you know unique favorite ministry of the church. We were all little kids knee high to a grasshopper that was forced to do something in church. And then out of the two that we was forced to do, we always want to see how many people were forced to do a certain ministry. So with that being said, what was your very first ministry inside of the church when you were younger? I would have to, I would have to say sunshine band. We were forced. Everybody. <laughs> tally. Tally that. <laughs> Sunshine band all day long. Yes, you had to sing. <laughs> you had, and then they made us speak the whole nine yards. They made us yeah. do it all the speeches. <laughs> they had they know what you were saying, but you had to remember it and say it in front of the church. Yes, you did. Uh -huh. And it was funny when the kids that don't go to church, like myself, would get caught by grandma to do something. I was voluntold to do something in the church, and I'm like, I don't even go here. <laughs> Because <laughs> I had a lot of cousins that didn't go there. They had speeches too. <laughs> right. Everybody, you know, I was part of the Easter, Mother's Day, uh, Christmas. Yeah. Um, well, maybe New Year's shut in going into the new year. But man, I just think about it. I was like, man, you get voluntold to do a whole bunch of stuff in the church back in the yeah. day when you were a kid. And you had no choice. You was like, are you going to do this no speech? Choice. Right. And right. you got that look like, you're like, all right, I'll do a speech. Yeah, that so, was a beautiful thing now. That was a beautiful thing. I have to ask, and just to just to go straight deep, dig down into the conversation, what made you focus on writing? Because a lot of people like myself, I can't stand writing. Um, writing is hard for me to stay focused. And I'm just gonna have to I had to ask, what gave you that passion and really gave you that drive to start writing? See, I think um, with some people, um, there's some things that come easier to some people than others. And as for me, I've always been a writer. So when mm. I was like seven and eight, I loved to read, just loved to read. They would be like, where's Adi? My family called me Adi. Where is she at? Lost in the room reading. Then by mm. the time I became a teenager, I was already writing. So I was writing poems and short stories and skits and things like that. So, and it, it's like a whole new world. So, you know, I, I could actually get lost in it. I was always daydreaming, always writing. So it came easy for me. <laughs> okay. So how do you, and, and for everybody that's just tuning in, we have um, a very astounding book author, Miss Audrey Black. So we're talking about writing right now. And one thing I want to ask you, which a lot of people probably go through is how do you overcome writer's writer's block? You, you, you're in the middle of the story. You didn't lost focus, distraction. You don't know what to do. You're like, I need to get this book out. I got it on my heart, but on paper, it's a, it's a divorce and a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your strategy? And that happens. I say, walk away. I know most wouldn't say that, but I say, walk away. Cause as long as there's a block there, there will be a block. 
So go and do something that you enjoy, something that relaxes you. And as it begins to come, pick up that pen, keep that pen and pad close to you so that you can start writing or better yet, keep a recorder next to you so mm. that you can just start talking as it starts to come. Got you. That's powerful. That's deep. Okay. So one thing I would have to ask is, so did you go to um, a university to formally do writing? No. I didn't oh, go to any university. It was something that was already a gift that was in me. And I was a lot of next to say that I was going to say, or was it a gift? Because a lot of people don't understand that some people just have the gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a gift that was in me. And actually, even though I've been writing since I was young, um, writing was something that, when it comes easy like that, and it's not something you have to work at, we have a tendency to look over it. If it's something that comes easy for us. And most of the times those particular gifts are the things that you need to cultivate and make come, you know, and practice more so that you could go ahead and get into it. But most of the time we think if it automatically comes natural, then that's probably not the thing I'm supposed to be doing because I'm supposed to be working and I'm supposed to be hustling and I'm supposed to, it's supposed to be a struggle, but I worked past it. And actually sometimes it's that thing that comes easy. Right. That you have a passion for. You know, um, a, a mentor back in the day told me in high school, once you follow your passion and you and you'll you'll never work a day in your life because your passion isn't it doesn't make you feel like it's work. It makes you feel like, you know, you're just doing something you love. And I think that's the most powerful thing. Just kind of adding on what you were saying is that when you do something that is God given your gift, you know, a lot of people have multiple gifts. Some people might have one, but some people might even have 10, but you have a gift. And, right. and it's usually the thing that you, you do that you don't notice that is a gift, you know, and I, I give you just um, some insight, whatever the enemy says that you should be insecure about. You know, one thing that I realized growing up is that when I would sing, I would always have negativity. I would always have someone say, oh, hush up, boy, or all that stuff. And I realized I was like, oh, maybe that's the, you know, I didn't know what my gift was. And I saw that God blessed me with um, a voice. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I was insecure about it. I wasn't, you know, I was shy about it. And the enemy just got in my head and said, you're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. You're not hitting the runs. You're not this type of singer. You're not that. And, you know, death by comparison is real because mm -hmm. it will stop so many dreams. And have you ever had any times where you had to kind of go against the whole compare comparison spirit of you writing and feeling like, man, I should be doing this and doing that and kind of, you know, elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that happens um, with all of us. Um, we're, and then once we start, I, I will say this, once you start comparing yourself to someone, that's when the unsurety comes in. There is nobody like you, even if it's another writer, even if it's a writer that or a singer that has been singing for 10 or 20 years, there's still nothing like you. Your gift is not the same as theirs. And, and nobody can be a better Pastor Jay than Pastor Jay. Nobody right. can be a better Pastor Audrey than Pastor Audrey. So if I continue to try to live someone else's life, then I'll miss mine altogether. And if I'm comparing myself to them, then I'm trying to live someone else's life. Live your life, the one that he gave you. Amen. So is there any type of like routine thing that you do before you start writing, you know, listen to some music, some waterfalls, meditate on the word, anything um, that you could kind of give to the listeners that would help you get in the mode to write? Well, yes, I do like to listen to music and especially inspirational songs, you know, and especially those oldies that you were playing earlier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like to listen to music like that. But the majority of the time, um, it's not anything that I'm doing. It's something I'm hearing. Mm. And so when I start to hear, then that's when I grab that recorder or I grab that piece of paper and pen and start to write. Because I don't want to forget or I don't want to miss anything that I'm hearing in my ear from God. Mm -hmm. Amen. So tell us a little bit about your ministry. Well, um, I actually... I'm co-pastoring with my husband in Gardena, California, um, and that would be Pastor Owen Black. 
And then um, I also um, have a ministry called Audrey Black Ministries. We do um, all kinds of things from conferences, um, luncheons, to the prayer line, which I have a prayer line that um, I hold every first Saturday of the month. And you can call in and get prayer. Um, and actually, it doesn't have to be anything that was um, that was planned out. Sometimes, you know, we pray for people who are visiting and sometimes, you know, we pick up to the, the spirit of the Lord to tell us some things that are going on with someone who's on the line. And if he does, we let him have his way on the line. And the prayer is about an hour. So it's from 8 to 9 a.m. So I would have to ask this question is how did you adjust in the pandemic? You know, we're so used to conferences. We're so used to having events and then. It was like a screeching halt. It was just like, all right, everybody, nope. So how how did you adjust personally? And what do you think you've learned from this pandemic experience? Actually, as far as the pandemic is um, concerned, I don't think I had to have a huge adjustment um, only because I was doing some traveling and speaking. But as far as the prayer line is concerned, we're still connected. As far as the prayer line is concerned, there's still teachings that are going out. We're still seeing testimonies um, and um, prayers that are coming to pass. So um, it hasn't been a, a huge adjustment as far as that is concerned. But as far as the pandemic itself is concerned, um, the way I would speak on that, um, I know that a lot of things are going on and there's a lot of uncertainties you know, going on right now. But the believer can be sure and can be certain as long as we're hidden in Christ. Um, there is nothing that's catching God by surprise. <laughs> nothing. And then one thing that I also tell them all the time is you ask God for a change. You ask God to answer these um, particular prayers that you have before him. You ask God to free you in certain areas. And it's the same way with the children of Israel. They were asking God for freedom, right? They were asking God to loose them in certain areas, right? And so what happened after they asked God for that? A pandemic broke out. You had right. all kinds of plagues, right? So you had all kinds of plagues that broke out, but they didn't say, oh God, where are you? Well, they did, but Moses didn't. He knew what was happening. What's happening? The Lord's delivering. So don't get thrown off by the plagues. Don't get thrown off by the pandemic. He is still answering you. And no, see, we uh, I think where the issue coming at is because we don't know the ways of God and we don't understand that he'll do things like that. He said, he said, you know, weapons will be formed against you, but they won't prosper. Weapons will be formed against you, but they won't prosper. I'm the one that made the blacksmith. You think I'm not controlling what, what he meant for evil? You think that I'm not capable of making it good? Of course I am. So don't get thrown off by what's going on. Know that God is still with you and know that he is still answering. And when it all comes out, it's the believer. When that does settle, it's the believer that's going to be left standing with the victory. And that's my personal belief. Amen. Um, I think I've, I've said this with a lot of people. Um, I really feel like God was redirecting us in this time yeah. because we were so focused on go, 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 go instead of yeah. what God has intend for us. And um, actually putting our focus onto him. You know, a lot of times I've, I've, I've realized a lot of times we put self instead of putting God. Oh, well, I got to do this or I got to do that. But it's more about God. What is God want from us? What does God want us to go do is his will and your in his way, you know, and we we're, we're made to make the plan. Right. But he orders our steps. Right. Right. We, we make the plans the light, and we the light in him and he'll right. give us our desires. And, you know, we, we if if you look at the word, we know these things. But I felt like a lot of times it was just so caught up in the routine and hustle and bustle that right. we weren't seeing God. It's just right. like when Peter came out the boat, he let the distraction of the wind and the water and everything take his eyes off Jesus. The normal hustle and bustle was our wind and waves that was distracting us off God because a lot of ministries, I feel like it should have been further. A lot of pastors should have been more, more, more prolonged. There's, there's a lot. I feel like there was a lot of things that should have been put into place. Yeah. But because so many people were dealing with baby issues instead of being at right. that level, 
God had to sit there and be like, okay, I got too many uh, grown people that's baby Christians right now that I have to have go through seminary that have bishop as a title, that has pastor as a title, that has evangelist. Y'all going all these places, but nobody see me. What's the problem? What's the problem? And what did the pandemic do? It definitely made us refocus, right? Man, you gonna have me. He said, "Okay, you don't want to act right. Everybody in the house." Get back to you. Focus. I don't get back time. to your first thing. I, I want to do. I want to do this, and I want to do this. God, I hear you saying this and that, but I got to go to work, and then I got this meeting, and then I got okay. Everything shut down. Everybody in the house. Sit down. Let's talk. Focus. Well, Show you know, when you say focus, a lot of things that um, that goes into it, and you know, God's obviously saying this message for people that is listening because. He doesn't repeat these things for no reason. Obviously, it's for a reason. But sometimes we get so caught up in other people's stuff that we can't even see our stuff. Right. Despite title, take title off, and what are you? I mean, even right. from parent, from husband, wife, who are you? Because God, when it said "come as you are," He want you. Not what you dress yourself up to be, not the mask we put on and be like, oh, yeah, I'm blessed and highly favored. Yeah, we love to say right. that catechism, but there's some people that's going through some things. If we was blessed and highly favored, we wouldn't have pastors killing themselves on, in the in the droves. We wouldn't have so much stuff happening in the sanctuary where, you know, it feel like there's no power because it shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't be going through things. And right. then at the end of the day, we talk about we filled with the Holy Ghost anointed and have the power of right. Jesus Christ. But right. there's something we're missing Demonstrate. at home. And, and 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 it's just for us because we could preach a good a good sermon, but did you get your own sermon that you get? You know, I feel like that's the one thing that I'm just I'm, a, I'm I guess I'm a radical pastor, but I just say simply is that sometimes you have to preach to yourself. And yeah. then meditate on that sermon you gave to other people because sometimes that was for you and that some people were just blessed by it. Yeah, he meant it for you first. Because it's it's a, a relationship. And I and right. I, I just want, because there's so many Christians that's broken. There's so many Christians that's losing their way. There's so many Christians that are, because they're church hurt and they did not invest in their relationship with God, but they, they invested their relationship with the pastor. They invested their relationship with the church. And when you saw that somebody in the church or the pastor did something wrong in your eyes. Now you've given up on God, but you never invested time with God. Never invested time with God. Never got to know him. You are absolutely right. And then they say, you know, church hurt is this and that. Church hurt is just like any other hurt. It's just like work hurt, family hurt, but you still go to work. Right. It wasn't God who did it. You know, it wasn't, you know, and, and all the time, everybody who's in church ain't saved. Some people are visiting. Some been there 10 or 20 years and, and, and don't still haven't became a member just to give right. that out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there. There's some people in there that will be in the pews and they're yeah. not good representation because they don't even go there. They just been the permanent visitor permanent. In, the, in the pews. <laughs> right. Seeing what I can stir up. Right. Exactly. Uh -huh. Because a lot of times we have to realize the enemy knows the word better than some of us because oh. he was there. So if you don't know the word for yourself, if you're not feeding yourself, if you're not praying for yourself, if you're not fasting, how I think I've really got on myself about fasting because before the pandemic, before, you know, everything, I was always on the go from this awards to this here and hosting this and doing that. But I forgot about the basis that's praying, that's reading my Bible and that's fasting. Yes. I yeah. could be accountable. Can you? I'm just saying. I'm be real. So pandemic made me redirect um, right. my focus on what was important compared to what I kept making important in my head. The things that I felt like is urgent that really wasn't urgent. The things right. that I felt like I needed to deal with, which I could have let go because I could tell you I've had the most peace and rest since the pandemic. Yes, I've been through some things, but... I can still say God has still provide. God is still in control. If you if you listening to right now and you've made it from January to to September 16th, you're blessed. 
Yes. You can't doubt God, okay? Because there's some people out there. That, I, I remember it was an average. I was saying it was, I believe it was like 157,000 people before, would die a night. That's a lot of people. And I was like average. I was looking at a fact. I remember, and I was just saying, just think about you weren't part of that group. Right. Every day in 2020, you've made it. Right. There's only a few more months left. It's three right. more months left and you've made it. God has still covered you. The thing is, when are you going to stop having the pity party and worrying about your problems and start worrying about others? Because bless are the peacemakers. Yes. Not the drama makers, not right. the gossipers, not the people that's always in somebody else's business. It's the peacemakers that go out there and bring peace to people that's going through chaos because we should be great representation of right. God. We're not perfect, but we should aspire to be some type of light in people's eyes. Right. And when you start moving in the things that he's um, telling you to move in, you really don't have time for that you'll find that you really don't have time for that. Right. See, it turned into a whole sermon. Did not, <laughs> did not, term, <laughs> did not intend for it to do that. But one thing, let's going back to the normal program. Thank you for everybody that's tuning in. Make sure you share the, share the feed and make sure you go download the anointed radio app and follow us at anointed radio network.com for 24 hour gospel. Las Vegas is number one gospel station. So we have to talk about your book. Okay. So first tell us what inspired you to write your book. And actually, you know, I've, I've been asked that before and there was nothing that I saw or heard that inspired me to write the book It's such a funny story. I was, I was minding my own business doing a puzzle on my phone and the Lord spoke to me and told me to text a friend and tell her that if she asked me, I'll do it. Mm. And so I text her. And then he said, now she's going to text you back and she's going to say, I thought I already asked. Tell her I said, no, you didn't. Mm. So when I did that, she responded with, oh, I thought I already asked. Now, mind you, she's an educator. So she said, well, if I didn't ask, maybe I don't fully understand what asked me. Let me go and inquire of the Lord. And I told her, hey, at the same time, I'll ask him. And if I get anything, I'll let you know. Not thinking that I was going to get anything else. Next thing I know, the Lord started downloading um, a pattern as far as asking and praying is concerned to me. And that's Amen. how it came about. That was powerful. Something did inspire you. Amen. That, that was powerful. Did, did you, you receive not because you asked not? Ah, that's powerful. So with that being said, what does your book look like? So we can show it all the all the all the people looking ask, seek, knock. Oh my goodness, that's a great that's a great looking book. Now, where can we get your book? Actually, you can go to um, my own website, audreyblack.org, and get information on the book. I'm having a launch on um, the 19th. But Amazon has already launched it. Yay. I'm so glad. About that. And Amazon. if you want to purchase it now, yeah, to purchase it now, you can go to Amazon.com and purchase it now. Man, so yeah. you could go to Amazon right now and go get Ask right now. So now ask Siri. Say, hey, Siri, ask, ask Alexa. Oh, my Siri actually came up. Let me stop her. And <laughs> Ashley. Go get the book. Ask, Amen. That's that's beautiful. And, and it's, um, easier, it's easier to find it if you put in "Ask, Seek, Knock" by Audrey Black. Gotcha. And it'll pop up better for you. Okay. So one thing I would want, um, I'll give you two more questions. Uh, two more questions, and let you have the rest of the night. Um, number one thing is, what is your advice? to upcoming writers? To upcoming writers? Uh, well, I'm gonna speak to um, those who are believers. Um, if you are, if you know that you have a gift to write, um, the only thing you have to do is start stirring that gift up. According to the word of God, he tells you to stir the gift up. So um, what that looks like, get yourself a pad, get yourself, you know, start type, when things come to you, start texting yourself. 
so that you will have it. Start emailing yourself. Start um, putting it inside of a pad and keep that pad with you because sometimes you'll wake up in the middle of the night and things will come to you, literally. And so especially when you're hearing from God, um, as far as my writing is concerned, I'm, I started um, putting things into book form because I knew it was stuff that I was hearing from him that the body needed to hear. And I had one particular friend tell me, you can't keep you can't keep these, um, the things that the Lord is illuminating to you. We can't keep these to ourselves. And she was talking about, you know, Canaan church as a whole, cause I was preaching it. But um, as far as the body is concerned, it was something that the body of Christ needed to hear. So that's the reason why I started putting things in book form. But if you start, you know, writing things down in a tablet, texting yourself, recording it, that'll start stirring up the gift for you. And then when the Lord starts speaking to you, be sensitive to hear what he's saying and to keep and to um, treat it as it's urgent to go and write it down right then and there, to get it recorded right then and there. So because the more you um, make yourself sensitive to him, the more he'll start speaking to you. The more you read your word, the more he'll start. Well, the more familiar you'll get with his voice. So the more you read your word, and be in his presence, the more familiar you'll get with his voice. The more he starts speaking to you, um, act on it like it's urgency. Be sensitive to it and start writing it down and he'll start giving you more. Amen. And then final question will be this. Where can everybody find you? Social media, website, um, where they could do pre-orders, what's your cash app, all that good stuff. Where's your ministry so people could watch your ministry since, you know, we have COVID-19, everybody's online. So now we can all visit everybody's church. So <laughs> where is, <laughs> what, what is all your It's right. <laughs> Actually, um, if you go to audreyblack.org, um, you'll find all kind of information there, even my Instagram handle and my Facebook handle which is Audrey Black Men, and that's spelled M-I-N. So that's Audrey Black Men, spelled M-I-N. So it's the same for the Facebook, and it's the same for the Instagram. Um, again, my website is audreyblack.org. My um, cash app is Pastor Audrey. And um, to see us on Sunday mornings, that would be my husband and myself, you would go to Canaan Inheritance Worship Center, and that's on Facebook. Amen. So make sure you go like their church page. Make sure you go like all of her social media. Go buy her book, everybody. Make sure you go out and support. We want to say in the behalf of Anointed Radio, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on tonight and being a guest. Because one thing that you can never get back is time. So I'm very grateful for people that spend time with us. So in the behalf of Anointed Radio tonight, I want to just say thank you. Um, another thing is, now as you've been on, you're not a stranger. you now family. I say it to everybody. So with that being said, um, any projects, anything that might come up, let me know. I'll promote it. Um, if you're in Vegas, if you want to do a joint venture and have an event once everything opens back up, um, <laughs> then we are here. We are your distant family that's only about four hours away in Viva yeah. Las Vegas. And I just wanted to just let you know, Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Amen. Amen. So with that being said, everybody, I want everybody to know um, you can hear if you missed it. You're just tuning in. I'm so sorry. But a, I have a solution for you. You can hear this whole episode on our podcast platform. Our podcast platform is on all streaming platforms, but titled because Jay-Z be tripping. I'm going to get that on a T-shirt. I swear I'm going to get it on a T-shirt. I need to because Jay-Z be uh, tripping. Somebody that knows Jay-Z, tell them that we need to be on title because we're on everything. So if you want to hear this whole episode, you can be able to hear it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, um, Google, every podcast streaming, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio. I'm going to say it again. And tune in. All that good stuff. Radio.com. Go check us out and uh, make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel. You can actually hear us now on onlineradiobox.com and just type in Anointed Radio. So if you're in the office, if you're in the room and you want to hear some gospel, 
go ahead and check out Anointed Radio, and you could be able to hear gospel all day, every day, uninterrupted, and hear great shows like this one. So with that being said, make sure you go follow all of our social media tags. That's LV, like Las Vegas Anointed Radio, at um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the same handles. And our cash app is Anointed Radio Network. Make sure you could uh, sow a seed in to this ministry where we're being able to unite the body to be able to show what every ministry is doing, not just some, but every ministry to be able to get out there the great things that different ministries are doing across this world. So with that being said, I thank you. I appreciate all you guys. And I get to my favorite person on the show, and his name is Cletus. So Cletus! Amen. With that, we'll see you next week. Stay in touch with God. If you don't have someone to talk to, if you don't have that that person, every time you call, your phone's not going through. Every time you text somebody, they're not texting you back. God is giving you the insight to know to talk to him because he has to answer. People are just going to bring more problems. Amen. Amen. See y'all next week.